You are listening to What's the Catch, the podcast with your host, Andrew Rowan. In this episode of What's the Catch, we're going to be talking about snakeheads, what they are, where to find them, how to catch them, and why you should want to catch them. And so like always, before I go into the main parts of our show today, I just want to give a quick shout out to the listeners of this podcast. Like I always say, you're the reason this podcast is able to happen, and I'm always very thankful, and I just want to say thank you. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so before we get into anything deeper, we need to know a little bit of background on the species. So the species in particular of snakehead, there are multiple kinds. We're going to talk about northern snakeheads, and going on that, they're predatory fish native to Africa and Asia, so they don't live in the U.S. naturally. And their name comes from the fact that their pattern alongside their bodies resembles that of the snakes, and their head is also very snake-like as well. And like I said earlier, they're an invasive species. They're not native to here, and the reason they're in our waters is because people who had them as pets dumped them into waters without knowing that they're invasive. And it's not the first time something like this has happened before we've had the same thing happen with species like goldfish. On multiple occasions, I've seen, when I've gone fishing, giant goldfish just swimming in a local pond because some owner just threw it out into the water, threw him out thinking that he died, but he really didn't. All right, I'm getting a bit sidetracked, but going on their size, their average length is gonna be about 33 inches and the average weight is gonna be around 15 pounds. And like I always do, I'm gonna give some fun facts about these guys, and this is pretty cool. Uh, they can breathe a little on land because they have sacs above their gills, which make them able to take in oxygen from the air. And going on this, it can survive up to four days out of water. And they can also kind of quote unquote walk on land just by moving their head and body back and forth, almost kind of like a snake. Yeah, there's another reason why they might have their name. <laughs> Crazy. They have a big row of sharp teeth, meaning it is impossible to lip them. I would not recommend lipping them. You're gonna get cut, it's gonna hurt, maybe stitches, infected, who knows? Don't do it. Right, and this will take us into our next segment. And uh, with being an invasive species, snakeheads can, can, they can be found in Jersey, but they're not as common as other species. But there are still some places you can find them. Places like Harrisonville Lake, Crystal Lake, Mantua Creek, Salem Canal. And I think I've mentioned this place almost on every episode I've had so far. And that of course is the Delaware River. You can pretty much find anything in there. I remember a few years ago, I heard a story about there was a bull shark up north in the river that somebody found and dragged out of the water. In your body of water, the place that you're probably gonna find them the most is probably places under vegetation like lily pads, underwater vegetation like grass, or down trees or tree logs. And kind of going on that story, um, I've only caught a snakehead once. And when I did, it was behind my, uh, my Nana's house and she has a big pond if you go far enough back into the woods. Follow along with me here. And so I'm walking through the woods. It's early fall, leaves are on the ground, I'm trottling through, and then I get to the spot. I put all my stuff down on a little rock that I usually sit on, and I put all my stuff together and I'm just going. There's a log that, or a tree had knocked over and it fell into the water. So I was thinking that's probably a good place to throw it out there, and so I do. And I'm just doing that for a while and a while, and then it starts getting dark outside, I'm checking my phone, I'm thinking I should probably get home. My Nana hasn't called me yet in for dinner yet, so I'm thinking I still have a little while to go. I'll go when she calls me, or until the sky becomes absolutely pitch black and I can't see anything. I'll let you guess which one I chose. I chose the latter. And so I'm out there, pitch black, I can't see a thing. It's dark as hell. I need to like grab my flashlight out of my bag and pack up my stuff and go home. And so I'm walking through, minding my own business, because there's no one else there but me, I and mean, that's what I thought. And then I just hear, Something hit the tree, 
And then I see this thing just looking at me. I just see eyes. When I flash the light, it's hiding behind the tree and I don't know what it is. So I just, I booked it and I ran all the way to my grandma's house. And then once I make it to the front doors of the house, apparently that thing had been following me. And then once it comes out of the woods, I can see it in the distance. It was just a deer. And I just felt like the biggest idiot. Cause I let this one deer scare the crap out of me. But in the end, I caught a snakehead that day. It was pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so next we gotta know what can we use to catch them and things I would recommend you to use if you're gonna go out for some northern snakeheads would be if you're gonna pick out your rod, I'd want a medium to light action seven foot spinning or bait caster. And for your line, you could probably go 25 pound test braided line. You go heavier than that, but you're gonna want braided line because they're sharp teeth and they're gonna cut right through any type of other line. And they don't really use live bait for snakehead fishing, but if you want to, that totally works. And something that you could totally do for that would be worms and uh, cut bait. And if you're gonna use cut bait, I would recommend probably just using bluegill. They're easy to catch and it just, they're small enough, just works, cut them right in half, boom. You have two nice pieces of bait for you. And here's the big money here. We're going to top for lures. Things like topwater frogs, poppers, buzz baits, chatter baits, spinner baits, those all work really good for snakehead. Anything that makes sound or is movement on top of the water, anything that gets vibration and movement going in the area of water near the snakehead, it's gonna gain, to get the snakehead's attention and it's gonna wanna just pounce on it. And so going into this now, we're gonna have now that we have all this information together, know a little bit about the species, we know where we can find it, what to use. Now we gotta put all together and think, why do I wanna catch this thing? With all the types of fish in the world, why is this one worth my time? And I think it's totally worth your time for a good three solid reasons. And I think I've said these before on my show before, but I think it's a good, they're good qualities in a fish for a lot of species. And so my first one that I wanna be talking about is they just super strong fish, put up a good fight, it's not easy to reel them in, I'm telling you. In the story before, that one snakehead that I caught, it took me forever to get this guy. Literally forever. I threw in my topwater frog, I'm reeling him in, he broke off. There goes my frog. That was my favorite lure. Next, I'm putting on my spinner bait. Okay, maybe topwater stuff doesn't work. I'm a double knot at this time to make sure that it doesn't break off. It broke off again. What am I gonna do now? So I got broken off twice. What else could I use? And so I remember that I had this chatterbait that I hadn't unboxed from Cabela's yet, just sitting in my bag. So I'm like, you know, this is the perfect time to do this. Why not? And so I unbox the thing out of its packaging. I tie it on. I triple knot it this time. I'm that paranoid that it's gonna break off. And lo and behold, this time, he grafts on, I got it, reeled him in, boom, he's mine. And now, I think I mentioned this before for my, for my next reason for, uh, I think it was the trout episode, but this fish is just cool looking. I mean, I don't care for snakes that much, but it really does look like a snake with all the cool patterns and it's, it just looks almost prehistoric almost. For my final reason, the fact that it's just invasive. If you're able to get them out of waters here, you're doing everyone else a favor. So I think I've gone on for long enough here. I think that's gonna wrap it up for me today. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I'm Andrew Rowan. I'm gonna see you next time.